It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. It's Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast with myself, Nix, and joining me from twinfo.com.au. Naomi, how's your week going? Oh, Nikki, it's um, school holidays, so I have to say that um, we're on day three and I've only drunk uh, one bottle of wine, so things are going well. <laughs> I've got to ask, Naomi, how's the work situation going? Because I know when we touched base with you last week, this was your big concern that you'd be up at the crack of dawn, and I know I've received messages from you about 5.30 in the morning trying to get stuff done. Are you balancing them both? Um, balancing means getting up at 4.30. So, and let get this, honestly, I mean, my kids are ridiculously early wakers. So I thought, I'll beat them. I'll get up and I'll get some work done. And yet it's it's not a competition, people. Parenting (laughs) is not a competition. (laughs) You're competing with the kids right now. Oh, my goodness. So I got up at 4.30 and I was really working hard. And so it was 4.35, sorry, when I got up. So it was probably 4.40 by the time I actually got my eyes open enough to focus <laughs> on what I was doing on the screen. Yeah. And um, 25 past five, he walks Lexi and she's like, hi, mummy. And oh. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm like, babe, it's really early. Go back yeah. to bed. She goes, oh, mummy, I don't think I can sleep. I think I just want to be with you. Oh. And I was like, oh, well, what can I do with that? And I'm like, okay, honey, can you get some drawing and, like, colour in on the floor? Mummy has to work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we do this together. Oh, and that's a tough one because words like that, when they say it to you, I'm, you just want to drop everything, put the laptop away and devote your time to them. But then at the same time, you've got obligations, you've got things you've got to do. I'm looking at the clock thinking, okay, yep, that's so cute and so beautiful, but Dave's leaving for work in – you know, oh, I don't know, whatever time this was, Dave's leaving for work in an hour. This is my last chance to work today because I do like to try and be yeah. actually present with the kids when they're home. And, um, yeah, oh, anyway. It is such a they tough They have had battle. a little bit of extra iPad time, I must say. We're only on day three of the school ho- Oh, actually, you know what? We're only on day two of the school holidays. But anyway, um, they've had a little bit of extra iPad time, but that's okay because they've also been really active and – you all know. about balance, all about balance. I must admit, though, we've actually, funny you should say about your kids waking up and saying good morning. Uh, that is something that remarkably this week, for some reason, has taken off in our household. And it's just adorable because our boys are still terrible sleepers. And I admit 99% of the time, one, if not both of them, end up at some stage in our bed. Um, and But they've just reached this gorgeous stage just in the last couple of weeks where they roll over and they go, Good morning. <laughs> Melt. Even though it's four thirty, quarter to five in the morning, I'm like, oh, you should be asleep. But goddamn, that's cute. <laughs> that is, isn't it? That's adorable. Oh, so there you go. The perks to waking up, being woken up early by your child, I should say. Hey, we've got a, a bit of a fun one that we're going to talk about this week. Mm, I'm looking forward to it. The last few have been quite deep and dark. So, well, not dark, but like full on and emotional. And I've been in tears and I know you've been in tears. And yeah, so I'm looking forward to a couple of lighthearted ones. Yeah, absolutely. And look, uh, we are going to talk about something that we've touched on previously, but never really got into. And that is finding out the sexes. Did we, how did we respond? All of that stuff. We'll get into it next on Talking Twins and More. It's Talking Twins and More. With Nix and Naomi, thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. 
Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast. And we are talking this week about sexes and discovering, or did you discover the sexes? Now, Naomi, I know we've briefly sort of uh, scooted around your story a little bit because I know things have come up. Um, But let's start with after you found out that you were having your twins, was there a moment where you thought we can find out the sexes? Do we want to? What happened for you guys? I never wanted to find out what I was having. And I think that if we'd had one child, as we had planned to just have a child, Mm. um, that we would never have found out the sex. And then when we found out that we were having multiple children, everyone just was like, oh, you're going to have to find out what you're having. And I was like, well, no, it's a surprise. And since um, having twin foe, I have noticed a little bit of a distinctive pattern in the fact that those that had um, their, that found out that they were having multiples through a natural conception generally go, well, that was enough surprise for me. I'm not going to find out, you know, the Mm. gender of my babies. Whereas, uh, and this isn't, um, you know, a, a full concrete no, it's just survey, what you've observed. Yeah. But what I've observed is that those that have had IVF um, are more inclined to go, okay, great, we're pregnant, let's keep that as our surprise as to what the genders are. Mm. Um, whereas those that have conceived naturally and unexpectedly have gone, oh, that was enough surprise for me, I need to find out what they are. Mm. So anyway, we decided not to find out. Um, I know that Dave probably would have preferred to he never said to me that he really really wanted to because obviously it was that that's a huge decision to make mm. uh, we decided not to find out and I think that uh, particularly when we got to the end of the pregnancy where we're having scans you know a couple of times a week at one stage mm. I would walk in there and go and they'd be like they're in the waiting room they're like Naomi and I'm like yes that's me so and I'd walk in, I'm like, oh, hi, yeah, I'm Naomi. And I don't know what the sexes are. Yeah. So I, I sort of started pretending that my name was Naomi. I don't know what the sexes are. <laughs> um, well, rather than giving my surname. To. Well, it's so easy. There's just a, a slip of that ultrasound wand. Mm. And, or, or someone says to you, oh, you know, your She's here, boy he's is doing there. well, or yeah. he, or she, or. And mm. I just, I didn't want to know. I wanted to have that surprise when, well, at this point in time, I was still planning on having a vaginal delivery, but what I, I wanted to know. Mm. I will say one little thing. Ironically, I did actually work out who was who and um, not through any slip of everyone, but I just, I guessed that twin A was a girl and twin B was a boy and I was right. Oh, really? So you had yeah. a hunch. I did. I really did think that. But um, I did actually, I really, really wanted two boys. Well, you, this is what, what has come up previously. And I'd love mm. to talk more to you about this because um, you obviously had an inkling as to what you were having, but you had a passion to have two boys. So many people, as a mother of twin boys, so many people are, oh my God, you poor thing, blah, 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 the usual rhetoric. What was it that enticed you to want to have the two boys? This is going to sound really corny, and he's going to kill me if I if he listens, which he probably will. But I really like my partner. I think Dave's a great guy, and I really I, I like everything he stands for. And I really wanted two little mini Daves. Oh, that's adorable. 
That is really cute. You didn't think that maybe two little Daves would fight with each other? <laughs> no. No, that never crossed my mind. Yeah. Honestly, because Dave, he's an outdoorsy bloke. Mm. He... He like he goes rock climbing, he goes diving, he goes hiking, he does all this kind of stuff. He's an engineer. He builds the best sandcastles in the world. Oh, I bet. And I just thought I'd yeah. love two little boys like Dave just to, you know, walk behind him and follow in his footsteps. And, um, he, you know, Dave leads a fairly clean lifestyle. He's yeah. quite active. And I just thought, oh, that would be really nice to have two mini Daves. That is but so in saying funny. that, I, I got my girl and my boy and, I mean, I couldn't think of anything better now, mm. um, obviously. But uh, honestly, at the time of, um, you know, after eight rounds of IVF, I just wanted two babies. I didn't really yeah, care. absolutely. What gender. I actually wasn't even concerned about them. You know, a lot of people say I just wanted two healthy babies. I just wanted two babies. Mm. At this point in time, um, we had investigated adoption. Uh, we weren't married. We still aren't married. And as a result, there were many countries that we were just automatically disqualified from, mm. um, even though, you know, we were That's quite desperate sad. to have children. Yeah. We were in a, we were in a, I mean, I don't think anyone's ever in a really good financial position, but we were in a reasonable financial position. Um, we lived in a, you know, a developing country. There's no way we could adopt in Australia. Mm. And because we weren't married, basically the only thing that that was open to us for adoption was to uh, adopt a child with some kind of disability. Mm. So at this point in time, I actually, I, I didn't, I hadn't looked past that. I was kind of like, okay, we're pregnant. We're going to have our own yeah. child, not knowing it was two. Um, and I just wanted a child and I, I really didn't care at this point in time. Did you know whether you were having fraternal, like what type of twins you were having? Did you know you had fraternals? Uh, so, yeah, the, one of the first things that they did say to us was that it was in, they were definitely in two sacks, yeah. two different sacks. Yeah. Now, we did transfer two embryos this round. Um, the only time, so we did eight rounds of IVF and the only two times that we transferred two embryos, I fell pregnant with twins both times. Wow. There you go. And I mean, we had, we had other rounds of IVF. We didn't even get to the transfer stage. Yeah. So to have that um, twice, and I was just like, this is going to work. Mm. I just knew it was going to work this time. Mind you, I probably thought that the other seven times as well. But, you know. I, eight, I, eighth time lucky. Oh, look, all of that has kind of been blocked from my memory. But, yeah, interesting. But I I genuinely wanted two boys. Unbeknownst to me, I now find out that that's actually, A, the um, least common, apparently. Is it? Kind of, yes, apparently. Even in fraternal? Yes. There you go. Apparently two boys is the least common type of of a multiple birth. I'll remember how lucky I am next time they're tearing up and down the hallway bashing each other. Exactly. But then I also found out, and this really surprised me, that it's, um, the, you know, people, it's it's the least common desired from other people. Mm. And I think that's the big line from other people, which brings me back to the whole thing that who is to judge your family. Yeah. But people just have so many so many comments about it. Yes, and I can tell you more about those when we get to my side of the story. Yeah. Um, but look, fast forward to 
when you delivered and then you discovered what you're having or, or affirmed what your heart told you. Uh, what was your response? What was Dave's response? Family? How did, how did it all go down? So, I realised straight away that our obstetrician was amazing in the fact that they didn't actually announce it. Oh, they really? just Because uh, I had a cesarean. Yep. Uh, so they just lifted the baby up so we could see. They didn't say a word. Hmm. And so we could see straight away. And now I could see that first child out was a girl and I looked at Dave and I could just see kind of I don't know I guess a little bit of shell shock on his face as opposed to anything else um we'll get back to that but he thought he was having his solar panels installed that morning and said he got two children um <laughs> so he I think he was still thinking of the you know the plumber and the electrician <laughs> and we lifted well the doctor lifted up this baby and we were like oh, and I was like oh my gosh, it's a girl. And I, I, well, I knew that. And I looked at him and I'm like, it's a girl. They're very swollen when they're first born, <laughs> is what I said to him. Because when she was first lifted up, her genitalia was quite enlarged. So it's and hard I to didn't, tell. <laughs> I didn't quite know if Dave knew that. And he said to me, oh, yes, I know, I know. And I was like, oh, okay. And then... Yeah, and then literally, you know, 30 seconds later, they lifted up the second one and, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I've got a girl and a boy. And that was just, yeah, that was the end of it. And I couldn't think of anything better now, obviously, yeah. um, than having my, my little girl and my little boy. Oh, how beautiful. Yeah, but we chose we we chose not to find out, but yeah. you did find out. So let's find out. When did you find out well, that you were... Yeah, so funny you should mention that about the whole natural and once again our stories are absolute polar opposites but I did fall into that trap of being that person who just literally couldn't deal with any more surprises. I was still so shocked as week and week went by that there were two. Um, I I had to know for myself. I just couldn't possibly deal with anything else. So we found out as early as we possibly could which I think was – Oh, 12 or 14 weeks. was It was ridiculously early we managed to find out. I, I can't remember exactly when. Whenever the earliest week. I'm terrible with the weeks of, of what happens in what scam. But um, as soon as we could fa- find out, they were sort of like, look, we've got two pretty clear clear signs here, uh, shots I should say. Same thing as you. We'd gone in for scans at six weeks because we thought there were complications with the pregnancy, which turned out to be the twins. And they could see clearly that they were in two separate sacs and they were very clear that they were fraternal. So we knew we were looking at, you know, fraternal something. And I did. I just, I needed to know for myself. Plus I felt, I think because so much had been unplanned for us, I wanted to be planned moving forward. I wanted to know if people wanted to buy stuff, um, what we were buying. I, I wanted to sort of have my headspace ready. So I remember we went into this scan and they said, look, you know, we're going to look around. We're going to do the full limb check, check everything, heartbeats, but make sure everything's all right. If we get clear shots, do you want to find out the sexes? And Chris and I both had said, yeah, we want to know. And the weird thing was before we – I think it must have been 18 weeks um, – before we went into it, people around my office, and I think I've said this before because I worked on radio, uh, the community, everyone in my work was very, very invested in my pregnancy. It was sort of a bit of a public thing in a way. And there were a lot of, I think there were even phoners run run, run on air where it was like, hey, ring up and guess what are the sexes of Nix's twins? And it just got a little bit ridiculous. And I think in my heart, I, on my gut, I knew I had two boys. 
Oh, you did. Yeah, I that's knew. what you thought. Yeah, my gut knew I had two boys. Right from the word go, I was absolutely, there was not a minute of hesitation in my mind. I was like, they're two boys. I just knew that they were two boys. But after a while, and it just goes to show the the influence people can have on you. Every time I said, I'm fairly sure it's two boys, or a lot of the time I wouldn't say what I thought it was. I'd, I'd hold that to myself and just let people, oh, how good would it be if you had a boy and a girl? How great would it be if you had a boy and a girl? You'd have the perfect family. And after a while, I started feeling almost down and out if I wasn't going to have a boy and a girl. And I think I'd almost got myself a little bit too set on it because of what other people were saying. Does that make sense? Totally. And do you know what? The amount of people that said to me, oh, you're having one of each, congratulations, you're done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, who knows whether you want five or ten or two or whatever number of kids or what sexes or what's your preference. But exactly that, I got tarnished very much with the, well, how good would it be if you had a boy and a girl? It would be perfect if you had a boy and a girl. And I think there was something I'm- in my gut that was like, yeah, it would be nice. But I knew in my heart I had two boys. It drove me absolutely bananas. I felt like saying to people, I've done eight rounds of IVF to have these children. I actually don't care if they come out as hairy as monkeys. Yeah. I just want my two children. Yeah. And I, I think, I mean, I, I wouldn't, wasn't in the same situation, but I was so overwhelmed by the idea that I was growing two kids at once. I was just going through the process of like, I've got to get through this pregnancy. Like, I've got to do this. I'm not really that worried, but it became a really big factor. Anyway, when we went down to have the scan, I remember we went in and they said, look, if we get clear shots, we're like, yep, we want to know. They did. And they said, yep, it's two boys. I left and I got into the car and Chris looked at me and I just burst into tears and I bawled and bawled my eyes out. And I actually felt bad that I was crying because I think I'd had so much conversation about what the sexes of these two babies were that I then felt bad that I was having two boys and almost didn't want to go back to the office. And exactly that, I had to go back to the office and everyone's like, did you find out? And I'm like, yeah, they're two boys. And it was like, oh, that's a shame. And it was almost a bit of a heartbreaking moment because Chris knew I would have loved a little girl. And I look at it now and my boys are absolute rascals and they're full on and they're a nightmare. But again, you wouldn't change it because they're, they're my two individual boys. And, you know, it, but it is, it becomes such a big thing. And I just remember this was a really poignant moment of my pregnancy where I felt like I was, I don't know whether inadequate's not the right word, but I'd let people down or people were going to judge me as being not perfect because I had two boys instead of the boy girl tick the box. Isn't that, we just put too much Mm. in what other people think. Yeah, absolutely. After eight rounds of IVF, I, I actually, I genuinely, I would have been happy with whatever I got. And do you know what? No matter what, what gender you end up with, they they end up being your your special children, your babies, your everything like that. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we just need to not let other people judges. And it's the same. I mean, you do what if you have another child, everyone's going to say, "Oh, I hope it's a girl." Yeah, that's it. And there's I this, hope it's a girl. Yeah, and and if you do, it's like, oh, you know, and and even now, sometimes I meet people as a mother of just boys at the moment, and maybe just boys forever. Who knows? But as a mother of two boys, I meet people and they're like, oh, 
you won't have the same connection. And I think that's really sad. That's something that's really sad that we've got in society where we're preemptively assuming that my sons won't be as close to me or won't call me on the telephone or as interested in what's going on as perhaps a daughter would be. Who are they to know what my sons are going to grow up like? It's just, and it is, it's society. It's this stigma that people have of like, well, you know, the perfect would have been a boy girl. Now, I got over it very, very quickly and was just, again, you know, I got right into the planning of the two boys and was able to decorate their nursery and sort everything out. And I was really happy in the end that I had found out because for me, I made peace with it really quickly. And then when the boys did arrive, I had no, like I had nothing but obviously nothing but love as as comes with with as soon as your kids come. But I must admit it it was disappointing to go through that process where people were judging me because I was having two boys. I'd love to know if our listeners yeah. went through this. So, yeah, if you can head to our page, Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast, and let us know whether you found out the sexes or the genders of your multiples mm. and um, what your reaction was and what other people's reaction was. That would be really interesting to find out. It would be. And I must admit, if I could have changed probably one thing in my entire pregnancy birth, everything to do with my children – in hindsight, I wish I'd never asked people what they thought. And I don't know why I did, but it became this big, I guess probably because I'm an oversharer because I worked on radio. But um, yeah, that's the one thing I wish I'd never invited people to comment on is what do you think I'm having or, or any comment about the sexes? Because at the end of the day, it is just totally down to you. And I'm, I'm so perfectly content with my pu- two beautiful boys and I wouldn't change a thing. And you know what? I hear so much more, and we'll talk about this next episode about names. And it's the same thing if you don't tell yes. people the names. Oh. But if you tell people the names, then they're likely to say something negative about it. Absolutely. And that's it. Like in hindsight, if I just found out there were two boys, move forward with myself. When, if they, when they're born, exactly what you went through, when they're there, no one can judge. When they're still in your belly, people can comment. And that's what I think was, yeah, was quite interesting. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, uh, as you said, I'd love to find out different people's stories. You know, did, did they find out? Did they not? Uh, did they have challenges as well in, in sort of dealing with, with the sexes? Or I hope it hasn't made me sound like a terrible person. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. And you know what? I'd actually be really interested to know people that have already got several children beforehand, mate, predominantly maybe of the same mm. sex, and then you find out that you're having another two of the same gender. And all of that. How did people around you react? Like, yeah. and did you let that affect your, I guess, your mental state of of your pregnancy and all of that mm. kind of stuff, and how you moved along with it? Because I think, yeah, what other people say and and how they react, I think it do can, it can affect how you feel about it all. And do you know what is? And we'll get to this a little bit later, but certainly it's something that I have held onto for the duration of my son's life, and it shapes me as a mother of boys to make sure that my boys um, not not grow up a certain way but are across sort of everything to make sure they're not stereotyped into that sort of like, oh, boys don't care, boys, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like I carry yeah. that with me a little bit. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I mean I saw a, a post on Facebook the other day of a mum who was announcing twin boys and already had two boys and she was like, yes, four boys, how great's that? And I'm, I thought, yeah, that's awesome. Good on you. Yeah. Like, Good brilliant. on her. I agree. Leave your comments. (laughs) Absolutely. Head to our Facebook page, Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast. We'll wrap it up with our wins and losses next. It's Talking Twins and More. 
It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and nickyainley.com. Wrapping it up this week with our wins and our struggles. Naomi, do you want to kick it off? Yes, yeah, so we're on school holidays. And yes. um, yeah, and look, I, I usually would have said that this is probably a struggle. Ask me next week um, because we're only in week one at the moment. Um, but no, we're, I'm. I'm Really, really enjoying the school holidays. Um, I actually really enjoy spending time with my kids, and I know not everybody does because it can be quite stressful and everything like that. Mm. I'm in the exceptionally lucky place where where I've got twin foe that I can spend the time at home with the kids. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, huge difference. I don't have to worry about trying to take time off and juggle everything and every. And I've just predominantly I've just scheduled the social media, and everyone knows holidays so I'm just um, hanging out with the kids and we've just had lots of fun we've gone down to um, the local shopping centers to do the free craft we've gone to Bunnings we've gone to you know various sports classes we're off to make sushi we've got all these free school holiday events planned Um, but I'd have to say that my loss this week would be my work time yeah. Um, this was what you were worried about last week. It so was. it's sort of come to fruition. Yeah, it has. And um, I. the other thing is, as much as I say I, I enjoy spending time with my kids, I actually really enjoy working on Twinfo. Mm. Yeah, it's um, your passion as well as your job. It is, yeah. And I, I, I kind of feel like I'm possibly letting people down by not being as available and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm still around. It's just that I'm not on my phone 24-7 mm. as I normally would be. Um, but, yeah, so my, probably my loss is that I, I feel that I've let people down in terms of not being as active and, as, mm. and all of that kind of stuff. But definitely, I'm just going to jump ahead to my win. My win is definitely spending time with them. Yeah. They're hilarious. I love that. I love that you – because I think we touched on this last week that I'm just starting to get to that point where I'm just absolutely loving moments with the boys, you know, that that starting to get to four, actually starting to see their personality. And I love that you say, you know, they're hilarious and you love hanging with your kids. It's like just funny things. I mean, it it can be just as simple as, you know, I mean, having – you know, a boy and a girl who are eight years old, you know, like a fart joke or something is so funny. <laughs> but And then it continues on throughout the day. But it also just, they, they just crack me up. That's so They good. absolutely crack me up. Like they, they'll call me out and then they'll be hiding and then they'll jump out at me. And they're like, ah, did you know we were here? And I'm like, ah, no. And they're like, yes, you did. Now you're just telling us fibs because you want us to feel good. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you are so across it. Oh, my God. And how good that they have that relationship with you. So even though, you know, you're not spending the same amount of time on your phone or something, as you said, at least you have that time to dedicate to be there and have that fun with them. Oh, it's so funny. So um, yesterday Oliver lost a tooth. And uh, parents, if your children are listening, you might just want to turn this one down. Uh, They do realise that the... the, Right, the individual involved, yes. Yes, um, doesn't exist. Yes, right. Um, However, he still put the tooth out. And he came in this morning at about half past six and he says to me, Mum, 
I think the tooth fairy is on school holidays. <laughs> and I went, I think she is too. <laughs> across it. it and, I was like, it. and I'm like kicking Dave under the bed covers going, oh, we forgot to put $2 out for the tooth fairy. <laughs> um, but they know. Yeah. They know. And it's, it's, you know, it's the same thing when they talk about the mythical red and white creature that comes at the end of the year. Yes. And um, I, I'm like, you know, I believe, I, I always tell them I believe in the magic and all of this kind of yeah. stuff. But, you know, the actual person that brings the, the, the goods, that delivers the goods potentially isn't realistic. But anyway... Mm. That's yeah. another. That's another story. What about you? Say, um, okay. Well, I'll start with my loss this week. This is a bit of a weird one, um, and it's kind of not related to the kids that much. But I think it's something that everyone can relate to. I decided today. I've, I've had a few hours of ho- at home, not doing anything. And I decided today was my spring cleaning day and towards the end of the year, we've got Christmas birthdays and that's my restock of clothing and the boys are just growing out of everything. And I was really sad because I did my full cull of their clothing from the last literally two years. I've been so bad. I haven't wanted to throw things out or, you know, give them away or send them to charity, which is what I normally do. But I decided today was the day and I was going through some of their little outfits and I was so, it was so hard for me to throw some of the things out that weren't, I always keep a few keepsakes from each milestone, but um, you know, just even stupid things like 18-month-old tracksuit pants. I'm like, they don't need them anymore. They've got paint all over them. They're going to Vinnie's or whatever. But it was still hard to do it. It was a real struggle. Aww, that <laughs> is hard. I do I, – I, I feel for you. In saying that, though, I also went through my children's drawers today. Um, just I actually only went through their school drawer and their swimmers. Um, but I was also um, dusting their room. And I was up on a ladder dusting the top of a bookshelf that was six foot in the air and I found a red pair of underpants <laughs> that were How? two sizes too small. <laughs> Poses the question, so how I didn't did have it get any, there? Well, I don't know. It wasn't. I can tell you it wasn't me. So I came out and I showed them to Oliver and he goes, oh, I haven't worn those for two and a half years, <laughs> mummy. And I'm like, yeah, why are they on top of your bookshelf? And he said, oh, I don't know. Oh, kids, hey. But that also leads me to my win of the week. And again, a stupid little one that I was so excited about today. Um, As I was going through their clothes, I found one of my favorite outfits, which was a pair of um, short overalls. And we'll get to this a little bit later because I am one of those painful, excruciating twin mothers of boys who dress my kids the same a lot of the time, most of the time. And I I looked at this little outfit and I'm like, ah, you know what? These are two-year-old... Um, overalls. There's no way they're going to fit them. And I was like, Harry, strip down. We're trying it. And they fit. And they. I was so excited because I'm like, they still fit them. Now they're not in nappies. And I'm like rocking them out, taking photos of them all day. They're so sick of me. Like, mummy, stop. I'm like, I love this little outfit. And they're still fitting in them for another summer. <laughs> so that was my that win. So cute! I'll share and a photo of it on the on the Talking Twins page because I just thought they've got new little bucket hats and they just looked summer ready. And I was like, you know what? That's just made my week. You still fit in these adorable little this adorable little outfit. That is gorgeous. And you know what? That's a really good point because one thing that um, other parents said to me is, once you've toilet trained, when you think you're 
toilet training, don't get rid of the clothes the size down oh, because yes. when they get rid of the nappies, they literally, they drop two pants sizes. A hundred percent. Look, as I said, I'm only getting rid of 18 months to two-year-old and the boys will be four in January. Yeah. Pants now and it's only because they're too short. Waist-wise, they still fit them. They fit. And they've been, yeah, craft, a- they've been their craft and play clothes for this winter and I'm just like, well, they're not going to last another, you know, eight months till we get to the next winter. So that's why I'm getting through them now. But even jumpers and stuff like if they're a bit short in the waist I just put a t-shirt underneath them and they're fine I I've had them in two-year-old clothing all winter fantastic good on you make it last while you can absolutely (laughs) I agree with you totally that's it for this week we're out of here it's been fun it has indeed and I'm looking forward to next week what are we talking about next week well we've got a couple of options we could go names Oh, that's a good one, actually. I've got a few stories about names. All right. Lock it in, Eddie. We're going to be talking about names. Don't forget to join the conversation on our socials. Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast. We'll catch you next week. Looking forward to it. Bye, Nikki. It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au.